What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another edition of Chicken Bone Alley, brought to you by SRI Performance Stock Car, Steel and Aluminum, Draco Springs, RK Motorsports Consulting, and Earl Ramey Racing Engines. Sound like some uh, MRN stuff starting, yes, or, or, or at track radio. You know, when you that's how we roll. You know, <laughs> we heard some of that this past weekend. Yes, sir. Plenty of it. Plenty. Plenty of it. Yeah. Plenty. What's up, everybody? I'm Sterling. I'm David. Did that backwards this week. Hey, it's different. It happens. Switch it up. Remix. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. How you been? Lovely. Lovely. Um, Ain't got no physical therapy. Ain't got nothing to do. Well, yesterday you should have played a little bit more basketball because uh, that had been good therapy for it. I I felt it this morning. Trust me. (laughs) I played kickball and basketball yesterday. Hey, bro. And my ankle and my shoulder hurts this morning. <laughs> you old raggedy. Get getting. I'm done. I'm done for. Trade me in on a new model. He's <laughs> <laughs> the next gen. The next gen, yeah. Yeah. A little more aerodynamic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> that some gun came out on iRacing and it's rough. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. But anyway. Oh, uh, yeah, man. We have spent all weekend at racetrack. Is, all of it. I like it. Which is which is nice. Well, not all of it, but the majority of it. Majority of it. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Had a good full week. Um well I started I started messing around over at Darlington Wednesday. Um my buddy Greg over at uh working Fox Sports um this part of the year. He works for Fox Sports and for NBC. Um traveling around with the uh NASCAR tour all over the United States there. And um so he looks out for us a good bit when they come around and uh we, we do some fab stuff for him here and there for uh, at, at the shop at Palmetto and um so yeah he gave me a he gave me a shout a couple weeks ago they were in Richmond and was lining a few things up for us to do and uh we built a uh, cart for him to roll around the big the big containers that they have. They mm-hmm. put a bunch of wire and cable and, and whatever in it. Yeah, a bunch of stuff and things. So um, <clears throat> made one of them. We made, I think I made six or eight of them for NBC and he needed one for uh, for Fox. So we made that and uh, did a little work on their man lift cage uh, that they hang all the cameras up around the racetrack. So they hung them Thursday. I went back over there and uh, and picked that up and did a little work on it and got it back to them Friday. So yeah, we were hanging out. We were hanging out all weekend, but they looked out for us and got us some tickets to all the uh, all the festivities over there this week. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. Good, good stuff for sure. And I'm so glad to see trucks. Whoo! Back at Darlington, man. Man, I, I, that, that was probably my. It went long, I know, but it was probably my favorite race of the weekend. Yeah, definitely. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I know a lot of it was. There was a bunch. Of, there was a bunch of tore up stuff in it, and I ain't oh, all about that, really. No. But, but what I am all about was, you know, typically with this new car and all, Darlington stretches out. And yeah. we saw that yesterday, um, which we'll get into. But, you know, long green flag runs, tire wear stretched way out. Um, and, you know, with the with the cautions and stuff going on in the truck race, they didn't really, they weren't able to let that pan out. So, um, yeah, man, that was a good race. I I, I liked it a lot. Um, 
I listened to Hay- I was listening to Haley on the uh, on the scanner a good bit there, and whew, she was she scared. Was, she was a little nervous on restarts, and um, which I mean, she had all right too. I mean, she had never been there, yeah, I mean, at all. Had never driven around another. See, I, man, I, I we'll get into that later, but that's why I cannot stand this absolutely no practice stuff. But we'll get into that. Yeah, I, well, for sure. But <clears throat> especially with rookies that yeah. have never run the track, you know, it goes right back into the safety part of it. And I don't know. I mean, she did well, of course, but she had a lot to learn. And TJ Majors was calling the shots for her up on the uh, spotter stand there, or in the stands. <laughs> the stands right behind us. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she was, or he was helping her a lot with, uh, with with really everything there is to know about Darlington and how to get around there and the line and uh, <clears throat> kind of where to put your, you know, where, where to hit your marks, basically. And um, it was just hard for her to do that with the cars constantly, trucks constantly firing off around her everywhere. And yeah. I'll tell you what, dude, them fools ain't patient for nothing. No. Nah. They, they want to win it all. Nah, nah, they nah. want to They want to get every spot they can get before they even make it turn one. Yeah. And I think that was a big thing for her that was kind of intimidating a little bit because, you know, her trying to, one, learn the truck, learn the track, learn how people race there because you know it well as I and everybody else does this watch, Darlington. you got to race that track a lot differently around people because your closing rate's a lot differently, a lot different. Yeah, well, in most cases, you just aren't racing. You're you're not racing other cars. I mean, you are, but you aren't. Right. You're racing that racetrack. You right. got to learn how your vehicle, your truck, car, whatever, drives that track. Yeah. That's so, uh, so anyway, she she did very well for the for the most part of the race. Um, before we get too far into it, though, before we get too far, we set out on another venture at this oh, yeah. truck race. We took all the family. All the kids. All of them. Everybody. Everybody went Even with us. Even Mama went with us. Yep. Mother's Day. Why not? She come and hang out with us. Had a blast. Been a long time since she was able to go to the racetrack, so. Yeah. Um. Yeah, she yeah. loved it, too. I had uh, Kayla, Landon, and, and Jackson went to this one. It was his first race. I did great. He was, uh, he was liking it. Oh, yes. We found him some, uh, he, he can't do good. He doesn't do good with too loud of sounds and. Yeah, in large groups of people normally, but there wasn't nobody right around us. We was good on that, and he I found some uh some some work type earmuffs that were Bluetooth also. So he had his tablet over there, but they'd start and he'd look up and he'd go go go. <laughs> <laughs> then they get in a wreck. And he's like, "Oh no! Oh no! Watch out!" Then if I look, he's like, "You okay?" <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, he. I think he loved it, and uh, I think that's one thing that he. Well, even watching on TV, he, he loves. He, can, oh, yeah. he can get into the race. So at least we found something he knows he'll. He, we can take him to, and he'll he'll enjoy it. But yeah, he sat there the whole time. He, and that's but, awesome for a three hour truck race. Yeah, because it was it was it was extra long. It was definitely it was two hundred miles, one hundred and forty seven laps. I think yep. it was. Started at seven thirty, and th- they threw they threw the checker about. 10.30. Yeah. Right at it. So, uh, very long truck race. 
Blakely, little girl, she was asleep she, in the she stands. She couldn't make it. She couldn't make it. She couldn't hang. Cole did good. He 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 about fell asleep there for a minute. I think he got him a power nap. One of the cautions. Well, I was fixing probably that red flag. He probably took him a little power nap there. Yeah. So he uh, but he's he loves it. He does. Good lord, he loves it. He's 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 all into it. So that's cool for sure for for old daddy. Love uh love that he enjoys that and um he gets into it, man. He does. He he really does. So, uh, but we had good seats. Uh, just past start finish line is where we were sitting and uh up in the Tyler Tower there. And uh, so we had some good pit stops in front of us. and Oh, yeah. A lot to look at, a lot to see. And, man, it got chilly. It got cold. It got that cold. wind was blowing like crazy. and It finally quit about the end of the race. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it sure did. So, um, but it was good, though. It really was. It was a perfect race to take them to. And, um, we figured out, which, I mean, we already knew this to some extent, but we really figured out for Saturday to get whatever food we're going to have before we go to the track. Oh, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> it I was, think between it was I think well, I spent thirty, I think thirty six. You spent thirty nine and fifteen. Yep, it's a lot of money. Yeah, for some hot dogs and a and a and a quarter pizza. Yeah, a quarter pizza. That's about what it was. It was eight slices, but there was some little slices. A teeny little pizza, like <laughs> a personal pan. <laughs> it was just bigger than that. Just bigger than that. Well, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I know, whatever. You gotta they gotta make a little something or whatever, I guess. But dude, they just ain't no sense in it being I mean, I got this is literally I got three drinks, two hot dogs, and two corn dogs. It was thirty thirty six bucks. Yep. That is insane, man, kinda. You know, I mean, and it I don't know. That was a lot, but is what it is. That's just that's there's another thing, in my opinion. You go to a dirt track. For the most part. And it's they ain't nothing. Unless you go to Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte's pretty expensive. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it's owned by As uh, as we say, if you go to a track affiliated with a with a uh cup track, then I guess yeah. prices go up on them. Yeah, but I will say in their defense it was pretty cool because the kids' tickets twelve and under were free. Yep. For uh, with with the purchase of a an adult an adult ticket, yep, you got one kids ticket twelve and under free. So give and take for Friday and Saturday. So that was neat. Um, you know, and I saw a lot of kids out there. I think because of that, so that was cool for sure. But um, but anyway, yeah. So going back to the race, um, I don't know, man. I like you said earlier. I think it was it was definitely the the best race. I think of the weekend. Um, that's that's a lot of times the case anymore. Well, it is. It really is, and I, and that's kind of what I thought even before back when they yeah. were there. Then and I think it's. I want to say I think it's the distance part of it. I think I think it's partially the distance part of it, and then it's partially the the inexperience of drivers that makes it a better. Well, that's race. what I was gonna say. I think it's the inexperience of people that that know Darlington because you see a lot more give and take on Sunday, right? Um, you know, they want to spread out. They want to get single single file yeah. and just try to pass people when they can get to them or when they can get around them. Whatever. Shoot. <laughs> and in There's truck. a whole lot of taking and not a lot of giving in trucks. Them fools, they four wide for ever make it to turn one. They made it four wide through one and two. Yeah. I don't, I don't. Uh, it's the first time I've ever seen it. Everybody was talking. I remember Dave Moody was even on on the call he said i have in my 30 years of coming here 
I've never seen anyone do that at Darlington. Yeah. In either corner. <laughs> yeah, I, th- dude, I don't know how they did it. Really, I don't. But, man, I tell you what, they, they, all three series, but especially the cup, I think I guess it's all generated from the cup and it's kind of dwindled down from that. But, dude, the daggum cars on the apron now at Darlington, I just, I ain't never seen that. But they are way down there. It's crazy to me. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how they can do it. Because uh, used to, I mean, you had to be on the wall. And I mean, still, I think the fastest line around there is on the wall all the way around it. But, um, dude, them fools is way down there. I don't know. I don't know how they get down there like that. But even TJ was telling Haley on the on the, on the the scanner there that, you know, run low. Run. Try to run dead in the bottom down there in three and four. And I th- You say it stems from the Cup Series, and I think it does, but I think it has crossed over to the entire uh, you know, spectrum of racing in, in NASCAR. That tells me there's way too much downforce on these cars now. Cars, trucks, whatever. It's way too much. If they can run on the apron at Darlington, yeah. and that's the faster way around. Yeah, well, definitely. That, that is... Well, what's really funny about that, though, is... That was originally supposed to be the racing line. Right. The banking at Darlington was only put there to catch cars. Right. And they just figured out it was faster up there. Exactly. So, uh, so yeah, I don't know. I, I you know, the, the first, the first person I remember in recent, in probably the last five years that I was starting noticing running the apron like that, especially three and four, was Kevin Harvick. Oh yeah. Um, and he made it. He was dominating down there for a long time they really figured something out and you know a lot of people started going going to the bottom down there but um i don't know i think still once tire wear you know after about you know five laps (laughs) um (laughs) exactly on the wall i think is the place to be yeah you can't get no drive off right off of four especially especially if there's a car up there ahead of on top you you really kills you on the bottom two into the way you kind of diamond that corner off now you can come off on the bottom but you don't want to get too much because the turn is so much sharper and the angle of baking from the from the uh, apron is a lot steeper angle and it will mess you up yeah for sure so um but anyway like i was saying but with Haley there she drove a clean once the restarts they got kind of panned out there she lose a few spots but she started picking them back off and I mean, she was running good laps, and uh seemed like she was learning a pretty good bit. And there towards the end, um, they had that big old pile up with the front. Dude. Front what? Um, well, there was 12. I counted as soon as they come out of it. There was only 12 trucks rolling right at the, when they stopped, and some of them had gotten hit in that. It was a huge pile up, but I don't really know. I've looked at a couple different views of it, that big wreck there, and I, it almost looks to me like Stuart Friesen was pushing and and pick what's it call it up. Well, it was. I mean, and unfortunately, we've seen it all weekend long. Oh, they were. That's what they. That were is doing. what you had to do. That is what a line had to do to get going for whatever reason. I guess there just wasn't enough grip with a single car to go. So the whole line was just pushing. So Stewart was probably pushing. I mean, there's somebody probably at some point pushing him also, oh, yeah. um, and, and just so on, and so on. But I guess I, who John Hunter didn't pick up the throttle. Who was he pushing? He was on top. Yeah, John Hunter was on top. Um, 
I cannot remember. It was Corey Heim. Corey Heim, I think he's who yeah. he was pushing, yeah. So, uh, they just, I don't know. It's one of them things, I guess, tires at that point were, had they got tires? Because that, that's one thing know. about the truck race that I like, actually, is they're very limited on tires they can run. Yeah. And so they really have to play tire strategy. Right. Um, and so that makes it better to some extent. I don't know. I, I like it. Um, I hate, I hate when you see Darlington, and it's always been like this, but especially in the Cup Series, they can run five laps. They get a caution. No change. Everybody's coming back in and change tires. Yeah, for sure. And and I understand it, but it just makes it a little better strategy game oh, yeah, when man. there's limited tires. When you got 20 sets down there, you're going to change them whenever you can. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, like you said, they were every single restart, I know the truck race and the Xfinity race, they were pushing. Oh, yeah. Um, so it was just a accordion effect there and got him loose. And unfortunately, it was at the front of the field and it gathered everybody up with him. But uh, I don't think they've, I haven't seen a wreck that big at Talladega in a long time. No, they, they <laughs> tore it up. And that's the thing about Dalton is there's really nowhere to go. It's, it's so narrow so, so right narrow. there. So, yeah, <clears throat> it was kind of the worst place it could possibly happen. It happened. But, um, but yeah, Haley got, uh, she got hit in the rear and got spun around there, and it didn't really tear a truck up no. too bad. Um, they were able to, to work on it a little bit there, and um, I think she restarted 10th or somewhere in that ballpark. I can't remember, but uh, then she ended up falling back and got took out the very last lap, last corner. Well, I'm going to tell you who came out like a fat cat in all this, and he's a local guy for us. Oh, Jordan Anderson. Yeah. Jordan Anderson had ran like crap. All day. day long. But it kept getting enough cautions. He stayed on lead lap. Stayed on lead lap. Stayed on lead lap. This big wreck happens. Well, he's like seventh when they restart. <laughs> there ends up being another caution. And these trucks are still just falling out and stuff. He ended... I can't remember where he ended up, but it was... Oh, he... I know he finished top ten. But... Oh, yeah. It was definitely top... I want to say it was like sixth or seventh that he finished. Well, it panned out for him for sure, but... uh you know, I don't know if Sheldon Creed would have had the truck to win there. I think. Uh, I think John Hunter. Had I think it. John Hunter was by far the yeah. best truck there. Um, Corey Hyam was looking really good though. That's his first time there. Um, yeah, and very limited truck starts. Period. Yeah, he's, exactly. He's normally a Arca dude, a Arca guy with a his teammate to our buddy uh, Derek Griffith whenever he runs. Right. So, um, so yeah. I, I, <laughs> He was running very well there towards the end, so I, I'd like to see what would happen there. And um, but I don't know. I I really think that John Hunter would have probably, <clears throat> if it all panned out like it was, I think John Hunter would have would have run away with it. But um, Sheldon Creed took the win there, and no sponsor on the truck. Well, have you seen the the I whole did. deal with that? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, there's a thing going around, and um, Marcus Lamonis. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's been offering up fifteen grand of of sponsorship to put Camping World on the on any truck. It don't matter. He'll put it on ten trucks. It don't matter. Yep. But it's fifteen grand. Um, and that's all he's offering. Yeah, but unless you win. Unless you win. Yeah. Um, or top five, top five, top ten is tiered down. I think. Right, but uh, but regardless, nonetheless. Uh, Sheldon Creed has not found a sponsor for the defending champion. That's so stupid. Which is, you know, shows you the the 
I guess the marketing or the business aspect of the trucks ain't that great. But <clears throat> anyway, so yeah, uh, had no sponsor on the truck. They and they said something. I saw a post about um, something about Marcus Lamonis wanting to put fifteen. Grand. Well, he basically what happened was is somebody said exactly what we're saying. There is this crazy that the defending champion couldn't get a sponsor. Well, Marcus Lamonis come up and said it's very unprofessional. Blah, kind of calling out GMS um, for not putting Camping World on there when they could have got fifteen thousand dollars. Well, Sheldon Creed come back and I cannot. I personally can't blame him. This man's the defending champion. This is a defending championship team. I yeah. mean, it's not like he just jumped, he jumped ship and jumped in a smaller ride or something. Nothing like that. No, no, no. It's the same stuff. And he uh, he basically was saying his team's worth more than that. He thinks that they should. Yeah. And I, I can't disagree. If he well, thinks that, then why downgrade yourself? Well, I... I, I... I can't disagree with that, but I can disagree with if I'm running a truck and I don't care, but what grade of truck, if somebody wants to offer me some money to, for sponsorship, I ain't too good for nothing. I agree. I agree a hundred percent with that. I, their point is though, and uh, cause I was kind of thinking that on that same line, their point was though, all right, if I take $15,000 from him, Everybody else is just going to come up. Well, you took $15,000 him. Take the fifteen from us when they won't. Yeah. They probably won't double that for, <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, defending champion, they probably won't double that for. At least. I don't a, know. A, a race. Yeah, I don't know what it would be now. But, but. there was basically saying that they're spending about a hundred grand a race for a truck. Yeah. That's which is <laughs> way too much in my opinion. Ridiculous when they're not making. Uh, it's 50. Uh, the. I don't know what it is because they don't put it out anymore, and I, I imagine every well, race is a little bit was, different. Eldor, because Kyle Busch said it, Eldor to win that race, not counting all your contingency sponsors, just the purse money to win that race was fifteen, paid fifteen thousand dollars to win. Right, and hanging a body was fifteen. <laughs> hanging a body was fifteen. So <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. It's <sighs> and Darlington turned out about the same. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it's whatever there, I guess. But um, I don't think it's it's crazy. Something's wrong there because either they have to have too much money or the the business model is not good for have people coming on want to sponsor them. Something's wrong there. I think, I personally think truck series, I really feel like they're working this whole next gen thing backwards. I really think they are. I think there should have been a generic type truck frame whatever chassis come in all right this is what everybody's gonna run here there needs to be composite bodies for trucks i don't know why there isn't yet that should have been the first ones they put composite bodies on that way the entire body was bought hung it's not you're not worried about fabricators fabricating it and getting a hundredth of a second here with this little little bit of body filler here nothing like that no you hang this piece of composite body in this location, yeah, and you're done. And little things like that, that cuts down on price. I mean, it's, it's proven. That, that's the whole reason they did it in the Xfinity series with the bodies because it was getting way too far out of hand when it already apparently still is out of hand in the Xfinity oh, yeah. series. 
They all are. But I don't under, I just, I'm not understanding it. Now, yes, they did the Ilmore motor, engine, crate motor, as we like to call it. And that has helped a lot, in my opinion. Now, have they been, they, they have seen better this year as far as uh, durability, I guess you say. Yeah. Because the last year and years four, they, they were having some troubles out of them. So, right. I yep. don't, I don't know. I don't know either, man. It's just, it's all out of hand. Honestly, it is money wise to go do that. But, um, but apparently it's not too out of hand because if it was ridiculously out of hand, GMS would have took $15,000 for that truck. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it's odd, but I don't think GMS is hurting for no money exactly. No. Nah. <laughs> um, so, Maybe they're just waiting for a better, bigger sponsor. I don't know, but you know, it's. I think it's hard to find um, a good, a good sponsor, and you know, another one that we'll get into in a second here would be Josh Berry, and um, oh, yeah. and you know, he ran Junior's car um, Saturday, first time he had been at Darlington, showed up. He's, fantastically <laughs> he spent some time on i racing apparently <laughs> obviously because dude he was he was he was rolling um finished second and what did he say when after he took the checker flag he said man i can do this we just need a sponsor and that's sad that honestly it's really sad that you got somebody like junior motorsports that that gun people are throwing money at but you got this talent in Josh Berry that cannot go ride, cannot have a full-time ride because he ain't got no sponsorship. He ain't got the big money to come behind him. It's just so money-driven now, man. It's just, God, I don't, I just don't like it. I don't like it. Like, Riley Hurst, for instance, just for instance. Yep. Riley Hurst got top-of-the-line equipment now. He's got a lot of money to back him. He's got a lot of sponsorship to back him. Is he a good as a, is he a good as a as of driver as Josh Berry? Not in a million years, in my opinion. Nope. Now I'm not. I mean, I ain't throwing Ross at Josh. I mean, Josh has got a good. He's got a good opportunity right now. I mean, but he's not set up for sure, guaranteed for a full time ride. No. And he's won a race. He could be in the chase or the playoffs this year, but you know he has not run all the races. And will he? Probably not. I know Junior's driving a car in Richmond, I think. Yep. Um, so that's just upsetting to me, man, is you got somebody like Josh that, you know, we've been following for a long time with late model stocks, and we've all thought, you know, all along that he's um, that he's got the talent to do it. But, you know, going where I was, where I was stemming from that was, was – they wouldn't take fifteen thousand to put Camper World on that car because it honestly wouldn't help anything much. Well, it devalues it. And right. So <clears throat> I mean, I get it from that aspect, I guess. You're right. Um if you now, if you're if Norm you Benning need the money. If right. you're Norm Benning, that could right. 
that they black flagged eventually because he couldn't keep up with pace and he had zero damage on his truck. Yeah. <laughs> he was in the way me a couple times. Guess what he had on his truck, though? Camping world. Yeah, camping world all over it. Hey, bro, like they always said, bro, you, the slower you go around there, the better it helps your sponsors, bro. You can see <laughs> you can them good. See them good. See them for a long time. And they way off the wall, too, so you can see them down there. <laughs> we <laughs> could see him coming down the front straight away. No problem. It was all way against read, the inside wall. Read everything on there. They even had a little baby campers on there you can see. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they just advertising, but but no, um, yeah, I I see what you mean. I mean, it, you know, it's, it's <clears throat> you can't you can't expect to get more if you're settling for less. Well, it's just like in your line of work, I guess you say. What you typically, I don't know, repair a shaft for this person for X amount of dollars. Well, yeah, if you're just completely hurting for work, you may do one a whole lot cheaper. But if you're not hurting for it at the time, I mean, not just, you know, about to close shop because of it, you're not going to just go in there and do a job for a yeah. tenth of the price yeah, just to just to do it. No. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's, it's just, it just stinks that it's so daggum money-driven. I, I mean, it's... I know. I mean, we... <sighs> In the truck series, especially, I mean, there's there's a lot of good trucks in there. Don't get me wrong, but honestly, you look at that. There was uh, in this whole season, there ain't been but about four or five trucks that could really compete for wins right now. And that's it. Um, had the had the KBM trucks stay clean, I don't think nobody would have touched them. Well, up until well, counting Sheldon Creed, that's only the third uh, full time truck series driver that has won a race this year yeah the rest has been it's been well it's been pretty much nothing but kbm <laughs> stuff yeah. for sure but um how about carson hosevar he did pretty good too there and i don't know where he ended up finishing off he got caught up in that record what but, i don't know i can't pull for him though i know i either but <laughs> <laughs> i just i like seeing the guys that come to dodge for the first time oh i do too with, with zero practice which is ridiculous but <laughs> come to darlington zero practice haven't been around the track before the green flag other than oh, yeah. caution laps leading up to. I just think that's pretty cool they to be able to see pick up on it that quick, yeah. Right, because it's so different. I mean, it's so different um, how to drive around there. But, um, I don't – and I, I have yet to figure out why. <laughs> like, uh, I think – I want, wasn't this Corey Himes' first race of truck season this year? I think so, yeah. Corey Himes uh, – I can't. I don't think it was Carson Hosevard. I think he's run a couple, hadn't he? I think I ain't. Probably. But e- either way, um, there was a few people in this race that this was their first <clears throat> race this year. Yeah. Why you want to pick Darlington? <laughs> I ain't kidding. I mean, of I ain't all mad pl- at it, no, I ain't mad at it. But of all places, I don't think I would choose Darlington no. for me to start nah. my truck series career mm-hmm. at because I'm probably mm-hmm. gonna look pretty bad I'm in look, most cases. I'm gonna look nasty. I ain't lying. Well, I probably well. I, I don't know. You're pretty good there on iRacing. I love Darlington. I do. I guess because I live right here at it. So a lot of people on iRacing hate it. I, I hate it on iRacing. I, I do. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna try to lie. I love. I it. hate it on there. I want. I want to race at Darlington this week. You did last week. You did by about six seconds. I I'm, I don't think I finished the race at Dalton. <laughs> None of which was my fault, actually. I will say. Well, it happens. It happens. But yeah, I love it, man. I love Darlington. I do, but it, you know, I don't know. You go run. You go run on iRacing, 
and say, well, it, you know, you can't really relate. Well, obviously you can because you know Josh is running there. Oh, yeah. Uh, we saw Ryan Truex running Thursday it did, it night. It didn't work out for him. Though. didn't work for him too much. <laughs> but uh, But when you don't have practice at all, you do what you can. That's pretty much your only practice other than the simulator. And I don't know, you know, kind of like Haley was saying, I think I think running the simulator or running iRacing helps you understand the track, but it does not help you with the intimidation of the track and the people around you. Yeah. Because there's, 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 <laughs> there's pretty much one line and – you got to hit your marks, and it's just a lot going on. Well, this is also the problem with Darlington and, and all that. Um, and many drivers have said this. Darlington is never the same from oh, race no. to race. It, the, the asphalt changes so much from race to race. Yeah. Well, year to year anyway. So where they scan Darlington at years ago and what they figure the uh, grip, factor is there however they figured that out on iRacing I don't know but it's probably not the same as what it really is no it probably isn't um I don't know I mean because it's it's weird but really on, on iRacing it is anyway because we got in a we got in a practice before the race and I couldn't touch throttle I couldn't I could not get on throttle with any input in the wheel I couldn't do it couldn't touch the gas. I think you were just driving too fast. I don't think it was. I think you were. I don't think it was because I got into qualifying and I was able to hit my marks and I was able to pick up the throttle where I needed to and was three-tenths faster in second place. I mean, I wasn't, didn't feel like I was driving any harder or any less than I was. So I don't know what is so different about you know, I, I I can tell a difference when rubber lays down on you know on I race, and I can right. tell that. But does it change that much? I don't know, but I know it changes dr- dramatically. Dramatic. Is that a word? <laughs> no, I don't think so. But okay, Dramastic. we'll go with it. <laughs> we'll go with it. <laughs> is that like is that extra dramatically? <laughs> it's, it's, dr- <laughs> it's drastic and dramatic all at the same time. That's a word. I'm, I just uh, trademark. <laughs> Dramatically, <laughs> dramatically, uh, it changes a lot with tire wear. My show title of this episode. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Y'all go stealing my word now, people. Thirty four seconds and 10, 34, 42 in. Don't be stealing my stuff. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but anyway, I you know I don't know. I I think I think a lot of people did use being that there were so many people that have not run Darlington. Period. And there's no practice. I really feel like a lot of people had to use iRacing. I mean, what else could they have used? Unless they're using the uh, simulator, the the manufacturer sim. But there ain't but so many people gonna get time on it. Yeah, you ain't got much time there. So anyway, all in all, um, I think the truck race was was a great race. It was long, record setting amount of cautions in it. What was it end up being? Twelve, eleven or twelve. 11 or 12. Yeah. yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, like we said, Sheldon Creed ended up coming up with a win. Um, a lot of good trucks were taken out. I don't think Sheldon would have won that race at all had that nah. not happened. He was he was a I don't know fifth sixth place all day long. Yeah, I don't. He he definitely was not a winning truck. But um, hey, he was there when it counted, and he got through the 
the wreck there and uh, the big one. Oh, Stewie was running pretty good. Yeah, he was. He really was. Um, he was consistent until he wasn't. Yeah. He had a tire problem one time, though. So he was going to be down a set of tires on that, on the, Let, yeah. on that stop. Exactly. Had he had not gotten in that. Right. There was a wreck on the front straightaway, though. That was, was it before the red flag? Yeah, it was before that one. That was a hard hit. I don't even remember who was in it. You remember who was in it? Mm. No. I, I do remember not. it was right in front of us, and there was a truck that slid and almost stopped, and all of a sudden... Dude come sliding into him. Sliding into him about a hundred mile an hour. Why? Hard. They were all okay, thankfully, but... uh. Yeah. It looked it looked way worse than it was apparently. Yeah, definitely. So uh, anyway, it was really cool. Uh, long race. Got out of there ten thirty. Was home by eleven fifteen. <laughs> it wasn't too bad. Let's fix that. If you if you do that, you're okay. Yeah. So uh, so Saturday, uh, the Xfinity race was at one o'clock. So uh, we went out and did a little Mother's Day shopping and uh, let the kids get the their mama's something for Mother's Day and. And then we headed back over to the racetrack, and yeah, it was a it was a boys' day this time. Yeah, oh, uh, chicken tender and chicken nugget went with us. Yeah, um, and uh, we stopped before and got hot dogs and stuff <laughs> before we <laughs> we did got to the racetrack. And, <laughs> some good old gas station hot dogs. And things is good too. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. Good I think that's it. all I ate all day was hot dogs. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Well, I mean, I ate them there. Then I ate them at. Uh, we'll talk about it in a little while. I ate them at Florence Motor Speedway that night. That's all I ate all day. Hot dogs. Hot dogs. Hey, that's great stuff. <laughs> I want to go to Martinsville and get a hot dog soon. <laughs> um, let's go there. Just get a hot dog. Let's do it. I care less about the race. Let's go. Let's get a hot dog. <laughs> but uh, so anyway, got over there just in time. They were actually doing driver introductions by the time we got over there. So uh, we got our seat. And again, great seat. So we appreciate that from uh, Greg and Emmett Fox. And um, got up in time to get seated there and get our scanners all hooked up and uh we decided we were gonna listen to noah gregson there to, uh for, for that race and um <coughs> easy easy she got me. bones in it i went down the wrong way <laughs> but anyway um that was a good race too for the most part um kind of interesting though and i guess as we find out what they did was probably the fall of their... Well, they they are appealing it. Okay, well, before they got rolling there, um, Noah was talking with his with his crew chief a little bit, and it's so, it's, it's so different than listening to Haley on in the truck race on Friday night to listening to Noah and his crew chief on Saturday. Oh, yeah. The amount of code words they use is ridiculous well, the amount of code but just the amount of information also yeah i mean as they're soon looking as at, they got on the track it was just all these numbers noah was throwing out and i'm like huh he's looking at all these different <laughs> race cars telling track bar where they're at this that i mean just constantly all these different race cars but so anyway so <clears throat> they supposedly i guess they um talked over the week and decided to do something drastically different to the car um this week and what all it was i don't know but i do know that they were guessing on the splitter this that and the other something different and 
The spotter was taking pictures of other race cars and sending them to the crew chief, looking at side skirts and all this stuff. There was so much going on. And supposedly they were opposite of everybody. Yeah. I couldn't see no different. I was looking. I was like, everything looks exactly the same. So I don't know what all they were talking about exactly, but that could have been something, nothing to do with a side skirt. It could have been something else on the race car. And But, you know, another thing they kept on talking about was adjusting your steering coming to the green. I don't know what he was talking about there either. Well, he was saying get your nose straight. I think what he was saying, I think, that's the only thing I could figure out there, was what he was saying was we, as soon as you get out of turn four, don't be like on the bottom, just kind of rolling it up. Get it and get turned straight down the straightaway. Okay, yeah, maybe I so. I think that's what he was saying. Maybe so. He didn't spin tires and right. get all just jacked get it, up. Just get it good and straight down the straightaway. Okay. Maybe that wasn't code. <laughs> I don't think that was code, but there was a lot more. There was a lot of code. But, uh, <laughs> so anyway, um, I think he started fourth or somewhere along in there, and he was in the Dash for Cash uh, bonus guys. He was one of those. And, uh, man, for the most part, Junior Motorsports has some good race cars. Well, apparently, I, I'll, I'll put it this way. If y'all haven't seen, what we're talking about is Noah got a penalty after the race. Uh, penalty was... All they say on they don't give you specifics anymore, but they say there was part of the suspension that was supposed to be bolted, locked down. However, and it was adjustable, but it was move. It, it could move, right? So I don't. <clears throat> who knows what it is? They don't tell you if it's front, rear, side, side. They don't tell you nothing. They just say it has normally. Normally, that's something with track bar, right? Yeah. <laughs> Something allow it to shift or right. something, you know, a lot of, not too long ago, they had it where, uh, one of the bolts would fail. It would break. Yep. And once it failed, then it would allow the car to drop or right. whatever, or shift or whatever. Um, and that could be what it was. Who knows? I don't really know, but the car was fast for sure. And you know, that's another thing too, is, you know, they all, they all stretched the, the rule book, every single one of them. If you ain't stretching the rule book, you ain't running top 15 by no means. Well, that's very true. But when's the last time you heard of a junior motorsports team car getting a penalty? Yeah, you you, you don't hear about it. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. So, but whatever that did, that's the thing about it. That's that's the thing that kind of gets me. But it's it's in the rule book, and it's it's, it's there's no gray area for no. sure. Um. You're either you're either good or you're not. But you know, we've heard a lot about Hendrick Motorsports and a lot of these people trying different things and failing post-race inspection and going to the and all that stuff. Chase Elliott has apparently done it a bunch before the races this year. A lot. <laughs> but, you know, for one one thing, this is one thing that I, that, I, that I wonder. These dudes are smart. So are they doing something apparent that is noticeable to take the official's eye off of something else? Oh, yeah, I think so, and I think that's pre-race stuff. Oh, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. But, you know... But now there is certain things after a race that... And Darlington being one especially, because you get in the wall so much there. I would... <laughs> if I were a crew chief, I'd probably have a talk with my driver before the race. But look, I don't care if you don't hit the wall the whole day. When you come out of turn four... On that last lap. Hit the wall. Hit the wall. Yep. That way at least you can claim it was crash damage. 
Right. That caused this part to fail or, you know. Exactly. <laughs> Try anyway. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. What, what were they testing for? Because they they kept relating a lot to Homestead. And, you know, yeah. were, were they trying? For yeah, but what does Homestead home- do for you? Because uh, they don't run Homestead. I know. So that's <laughs> what I'm saying. I don't know. What, what are they testing for? What are they trying different? Because really, other than Homestead, what is what are they trying that's going to help them anywhere else? I don't know. I, I don't man, know. I mean, the only other thing they got is Darlington the second go around right, here. Right, right, right. I mean, so, <laughs> I don't know. I, but apparently, apparently, yeah, no of my got caught on this, but apparently all the junior motorsports cars found something because it was they were one, two, four, and seven, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, they were they were all up in there. <laughs> Um, or but, they're all trying something. No, just the one that got caught. Right. So, but anyway, that, that kind of you know he panned out, and honestly, it looked like whoever had clean air was the car. I mean, you just it is it, like once second place would catch get to the rear bumper or the leader, you just lose a nose. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I mean, who had the better car? I don't know. It all kind of seemed on whoever. Had the best restart. And that was tough, too, because it was all in push. It wasn't where it used to be you wanted to start on top, for sure. Right. Um, And then, also, you could start on bottom. If you were leading the race, you could start on bottom and get the jump and get up in front of the second place. But that was not the case at all this weekend from what nah. we saw. I mean, it was all in push. Who had the better line to push? Well, I'm going to tell you, and, and this going towards the end of the race there, Josh Berry had to lead there at one point. Then he was in second at one point. He had a few cautions right there at the very end of the race. I'm going to tell you, I know it was his teammate, and if it wouldn't have been his teammate, I think he or might have just been inexperienced at Darlington. Man, I wish he would have just stayed in it that last time because he was, Allgaier was at his right rear when they entered turn one, and Josh Berry backed out of it. And Allgaier got to run around the top. He didn't let out. I know he didn't let out. Um, no, 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 no. I mean... <laughs> I just wish Josh would have stayed in it right there. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, he got a little loose right there. But yeah, the reason I wish I stayed, he stayed in it, though, was because... He could have leaned on him He could have leaned on him, and it would not. It have been fair play because the restart before that, Allgaier leaned on him a lot going in the corner. Oh, definitely. <laughs> but, I mean, watching Allgaier on that second-to-last restart when Josh started on top... Yeah. Justin did a fantastic job. Oh, he did of of dragging. I mean, he went up there and kind of just barely got into him just a little bit, yeah. just to drag him a little bit on entry, and upset his entry going into one. And I mean, that's exactly what you need to do. Oh, yeah. and, and then and then on the next restart, when Justin started on top, I mean, he kind of pushed he pushed Josh way down the racetrack to really upset his entry going into one and. Yeah. I mean, Justin knew what he was doing. He knew he had to get that lead coming through one in order to, to win the race. I mean, that was that was it because I think the clean air by that point, I mean, he could, just couldn't do nothing else with him. Right. Um, but all in all, just uh, Josh did a fantastic freaking job running Darlington. And I mean, just throughout the race, throughout the green flag laps, I mean, just working, working traffic, working cars, picking them off one by one. He was making the bottom work awesome in three and four. Um he was probably the better car I saw in three and four all day. 
as far as the bottom because everybody else really lost a lot of momentum off of four where he didn't as much. So, um, but <clears throat> I don't know. I, I don't. I don't. Again, I don't think Justin had the best car. No. At all. So no, I, I really think Noah had between Noah and um Harrison Burton. Harrison Burton had the best car all yeah, day. I think Harrison definitely had a good car. Dale Hembrick had a good car. Um <laughs> for a little while. For a little while there. And uh he he I don't know what he what did he do? She sped on pit road or I don't remember. They had a tire down and he went, I can't remember what all he happened to him, but anyway, um but there again, it was like whoever got out front on a restart was the best car. Yeah. I mean, that's just what it seemed like to me. It was not a dominant car anywhere. The, Noah's car, though, did not look like he could get into three as fast as some of the guys could, especially for the first, I don't know, ten laps. Yeah, he, he, I, don't, he, I don't know why, but he, he definitely was not driving it nowhere near as deep as most of them guys. But yeah. um, A.J. Owendinger had a good car. Um, but I don't know. I just, I think far as overall, like you say, in long run car, long run speed, Harrison probably had the best car there. But, yeah. um, but as a lot of times it does at dawn and it comes down to a, a green, white checkered pretty much. And what was so funny though, and I told you this in the middle of the race, I look over there in three and four and there's the old interstate batteries. Yeah. Paint scheme and the old Home Depot paint scheme racing each other. <laughs> Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> the guy looked like 1999 Joe Gibbs over here. <laughs> he sure did. Yeah. Oh, uh, Riley Hurst and uh, Ty Gibbs. So Ty had it. Ty was fast. Ty too. was fast, and he messed up. He sped on pit road on the last stop. He had made his way all the way up to. Uh, he was like fourth or something. Yeah, that's his first trip to Darlington. Yeah, he was rolling there. I mean, he yeah. he had a good car. And I don't know if he'd had. I don't know, but <clears throat> he uh, he definitely was strolling for sure. So, uh, but. Glad to see Justin. I like Justin. He's a pretty cool dude. And um he's he's always one to kind of just let back and let people go. And he don't really race aggressively. So, you know, from that aspect, I kind of like seeing how he raced uh his teammate Josh. I mean, he he uh he raced him clean, but he he was aggressive right. on his restarts and he knew he had to do that uh for sure. But um but anyway, hats off to Josh Berry. Um, really hope he gets a, a sponsor lined up for next year and run can run the whole season. Yeah, it sounded like uh, I was listening to the Dale Jr. download the other day, and it really sounded like Dale Jr.'s putting a lot of focus on getting Josh Berry in a car for next year, which also makes it kind of sound like to me that Jr. may be really going forward on this uh, a cup team. Deal. Yeah, I don't know. It may that may very well be the case. I don't know who would go there, but you know we've talked about it before. But I know that <clears throat> I know that that Junior has been loyal to Josh and Josh the same. Well, that's the thing is he's been loyal to everybody on his teams. Yeah, <laughs> he has for sure. But but Josh has run late model stocks for for Junior for a long time. Yeah, and they were talking about that the other day when he was on there after he won Martinsville. Did you? I I didn't really know this. I know he drove the car, but Josh actually runs that whole side, the late model, the late side, model side for right. them. Yep. And even when they put other people in another car, his car, whatever else, he's the one out there coaching them. They say he coached Noah, right? And still coaches is basically a driver coach for Noah, right? So. Josh is a little more, I guess, in 
inside man at junior motorsports than, yeah. than what it even seems like. So yeah, for sure. But I mean, dude, he, I, that's my thing is how many times do you got to prove yourself? Yeah, I know. I guess the thing is, is, and it sucks because it's not him. I really don't think it is. I, I wonder if some of these sponsors look and say, well, he's run good at these smaller tracks like Martinsville or, or at a track like Darlington where, you know, but in our opinion, I know, I know this is your opinion also. If you can win at those tracks or run up front at those tracks anyway, um, apparently you're a good driver. Oh, for sure. <laughs> because for sure. a mile and a half ain't telling nobody what kind of driver you are anymore, but that's no. the majority of the schedule. So, well, if they're not showing good on this mile and a half, then uh, they're probably not going to show good the rest of the year. Well, no, I, I think that does have some, a lot to do with it. But, you know, the other thing that's in that's in that's that's hurting him is his age. Oh, um, yes. He's not, he's not 18 years old anymore. Um, but I don't really think Junior cares about that. I don't. Junior don't. I think but, the sponsors do. But if they were smart, right. they would jump but on I mean, somebody with some experience. Right. But, I mean, you take Michael and that. And he, yeah, he finished seventh. He had a, he had a you know. That's a wonderful day for him. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be mean, but that's a wonderful day for well, him. Well, he's never he's 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 never a dominant no driver. No, he's got dominant equipment, but he's never a dominant driver. But what he does have is endless sponsorship. Yep, obviously, he's got all the sponsorship in the world that he needs yep. to support that car, and probably more than that that they throw at Junior Motorsports. So, you know, I can't fault. I mean, honestly, you can't do it. You can't fault Junior and his organization for keeping that car going Well, with that. I agree with you. I 100% agree with you. But this goes back almost to the conversation we had with the Truck Series teams. It, just like GMS, they ran with no sponsor because right. they didn't want to devalue themselves. Well, when does it come into play, even though you got all the sponsorship dollars, now, granted, Michael Annette ran good this past week. I mean, I'm not taking that from him. But when does it come into play, the performance side of it? When does that? When does the perf bad performance start devaluing your team? Oh, I agree. I mean, that, to me, in my opinion, it goes to Eric Amarola. Uh, yes, yes, he's it does. Got, he's got all the sponsorship in the world and a fantastic car. But he ain't talking about leaving. Ain't nobody ever talking nah. about him leaving. Because that, when he leaves the team, it's on his terms, right? And I think that's—I honestly think it's—it's it's, you know it's a especially a full-time season sponsor is practically impossible to come by nowadays. And you know they say thirty million dollars to, to to for a for a cup team a year. If that's what Smithfield's paying for Eric Amarola, they can say what they want. That money's going and helping that organization out well it's definitely helping the 41 team out tremendously <laughs> so you know we let we let this big big 30 million dollars go what we're going to replace it with yeah we may replace it with a showcase driver but if we can't afford to put him in a car what is it going to do and i think that's kind of uh, yes but at some point the showcase driver has to bring on good money from talent, I mean, you would think, but if, where is it if, at? Say that one car. All right, say that one car at, at at Junior Motorsports. All right, yes, right now it's got endless money, as you just said. But if it if it was plain white going out there, 
and all of a sudden, let's say Josh Berry's in it. He goes and wins at Martinsville. He goes and runs second at Darlington. So on, so on, starts running good. Eventually, people are going to say, we, we need to be on this car. <laughs> I, I agree with that, but I why ain't it happening? I know. I mean, why ain't it happening? Um, you know, that, that goes right back to, like, Derek Griffith, for instance. His talent is way above and beyond what the money he can bring sponsorship-wise. Um, can Derek go outrun Michael Annette and his own equipment? I think so. All day long, in my opinion. So, like we get back to always, always, it's always about money, not talent. And fortunately, in Josh's side, and Josh's taken up for him a little bit, is you got Kelly Earnhardt, Dale Jr. God knows the, the the whole Junior Motorsports, everybody Hendrick Motorsports is on Josh Berry's side. Oh yeah, he's got a lot going for him. And he's such a humble dude. He's just an old, laid-back, regular dude. You talk with him at a short track. He's over at Florence a lot. Yeah. He's just a regular old guy. He ain't, he don't try to be somebody that he's not. He just tries to be just, it's just him. It's just Josh. And bad as I hate to say it, I think that hurts him in I do sponsorship. Too. I do, too, because everybody looks at him. Oh, he's just a late-model driver. He, exactly. And he's just a laid-back. He's not anything... He's not a spotlight that they. He's not can, a Kyle Bush. Exactly. He's not a Ty Gibbs. Just like Derek Griffith, he's not a. He's not. He's not in, a, in personality, not in talent. We're not saying talent. We're, no, we're no, talking no, about no, in no. personality. And just he's just a late Derek Griffith, laid back dude. Um, he's not one to sell himself. I guess he lets his talent and his his how he drives on the racetrack speak for himself, and that's the thing. Kind of, I think that's kind of how Josh does well. I don't think that's enough for a sponsor anymore. Which sucks. It does, 100%. <laughs> I mean, because, you know, Noah Gregson, his personality and, you know, you see him, we've seen him down in Daytona and the way he acts and the way he talks to people and he just runs around and acts fool and crazy and just... <laughs> I can't say nothing bad because when I ask to talk to him, he comes right up to us. Oh, he does. I mean, <laughs> He's a super but, nice guy. But that's, that's what... <laughs> That's what I think sponsors want at this point. They want somebody that's a outgoing, well, this outgoing talk to everybody type person. Kid, <laughs> kid right. is what they want. So they they think if they hire kids, they're going to bring kids into the sport. Well, it, I, it, it's like they want a personality, but then they want to stifle the personality. Right at the same time, I don't know. I don't either. We'll see what happens, but you know, I know Junior can. From what we've seen. Um, Junior Motorsports has not had a problem getting sponsorship. Now, I think a lot of that sponsorship has required Junior to be in the car for at least a race. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. know Hellman's is a big sponsor of them, but, you know, that, I think that was kind of a deal. Whether he wanted to or not, he kind of had to drive the race car. Well, but I will say, because I, I remember Kelly being on... um. NASCAR radio, serious NASCAR radio. This was about, I don't know, probably three, four years ago now. Um, when Elliot Sadler was driving for him, they were actually having some sponsorship trouble there because one main actually had left. Yeah. They weren't coming back 
And then because and the reason they were leaving was because ownership of the company was changing hands and the new owner didn't think it was good and blah 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 blah. Well, apparently Kelly must have went in there and seen him on a vacation or something. <laughs> I don't know what she <laughs> did. <laughs> and uh all of a sudden one man was back for Elliot to come back a year. So right. they it, they've always been but they've been very open about it too. I guess that's the thing is you probably hear it more because you just don't hear it from other teams. No. Kelly and Dale talk about it, you know, trouble getting sponsors and stuff. But then you look at uh, Ty Gibbs in the ARCA car, just the ARCA car. Yeah. Last two races, he's running the ARCA car. Uh, Monster Energy has been his sponsor forever. They're not even on his car. And those were one of which was a FS1 race. Yeah. So. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's strange. It really is strange with all the sponsors and stuff. But um, anyway. You really figure Rowdy Energy might would step up by now. I know, but Well, I'm going to tell y'all, and I ain't trying to talk junk. Maybe some of y'all like it. And we might... Did we talk about this on there? I don't know if we talked about it or not. Speaking of Rowdy Energy, I'm just going to bring it up here. We bought every flavor that they had at Camping World. Every flavor. Because that's the only place we could find it. Down anywhere close here was Camping World. Other than ordering it. I ain't found a flavor I like yet. Nah, <laughs> no. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm. I apologize. I want to like it. I want to like can't, it. I can't like it, bro. <laughs> I wanted to. That's why we bought every flavor they had. I was looking at that uh cherry limeade one they had, and I was like, oh, I love cherry limeade, especially from Sonic. This is gonna be good. I was nah. highly disappointed. <laughs> we were wrong. Faux show, sure. but yeah. <laughs> but anyway, some people like it. Maybe they'll uh, maybe they'll step up and sponsor him. I don't know. Who knows? We'll see what happens. I just can't. I, I but yeah, in sponsorship, I just can't believe that Monster's not even on Ty Gibbs stuff for those Rowdy. Races. Yeah. Or yeah. I, well, Monster hadn't been. I can't well, believe yeah. Rowdy ain't still. You know, obviously they can't if Monster's coming back for so many races. It'd be a conflict of interest. Well, maybe they're maybe Monster's waiting to for Kurt Busch to leave and they'll go full time to. I don't know. They got sponsors everywhere. They sponsor. Well, they sponsor Haley. They sponsor Riley Hurt. Riley. They sponsor Ty. They sponsor Kurt. <laughs> they had to spend money somewhere because NASCAR didn't want them as a yeah. primary sponsor anymore because, from my understanding, they want them to come back. But <laughs> no. Yeah, who knows? But so anyway, hats off to uh, Justin Allgaier for uh, winning the uh, Xfinity race there at Darlington. For sure. It was a good race. We enjoyed it. Loved having the kids there with us and um, sitting out there eating bowl peanuts and watching all race. Don't get much better than that for sure. So, no. Um, Sunday was Happy well, Mother's Day to everyone. Well, I'm, I'm gonna go back real quick. I'm gonna go back to Saturday. Oh, that's right. I forgot about. It. I didn't go. He didn't go. So with I me. forgot. He didn't go with me, but I went. Me, me and Landon decided we left. Uh, we left Darlington and we wanted some more racing. <laughs> Can't get enough. Couldn't get enough. We ate up with it, hmm. as some people have said. <laughs> um, so we headed over to Florence Motor Speedway at a prelude to Darlington. It was a. I'm gonna tell you what, son. It was a packed house over there. Sweet packed house. I'm glad to see it. And uh. I really think, and and that goes back because I know you remember it back in the day when we used to, well, 
when we were little before we could even drive, but we were still over at Florence Motor Speedway all the time with with our daddies. And um always and I, this was typically Labor Day, but regardless, the weekend of the, of Labor Day race, because it was on, you know, Sunday, typically, uh, that Saturday night would be a big race at Timminsville or Florence Motor Speedway. And some of the drivers Cup drivers would end up being over there. I remember seeing Dale Earnhardt and Richard Petty and Rusty Wallace, I think it was, over there one night years ago. So it's really cool to see uh, kind of turning back to the same thing. There wasn't no Cup drivers or nothing over there. Um, Gus Dean was over there. He, he oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he won, actually. <laughs> huh. So, uh, but, man, they put on a show. They had... Uh, all kind of daggone cars out there for sure. They had, uh, let's see, had late model stock. Uh, then they had the Carolina Pro late models. Um, had uh, super trucks, Allison Legacy cars, uh, modifieds. There were 602 modifieds and a Charger class. <laughs> Woo! And every one of them had a, had a, had a, Big, pretty, pretty big crowd in them. Uh, other than the Allison Legacy cars, they had the six in there, but they put on an awesome race actually. And the six hundred two modifieds, which isn't something we typically see around here nah. at all. Um, we get a smart modified tour every now and then, and they bring a crowd with them. But six hundred two modifieds, something new around here. But there were still five of them in it, so it was cool to see. Um, man. It started out started out with Allison Legacy cars. And I'm gonna tell you what, the boy on there, Jake we I'm Drake Williamson. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> oh, this was a good race. They, uh, him and I can't remember who it was. Was it Jacob O'Neill? Uh, I can't remember. It was anyway. They fought and fought and fought and fought and fought and fought. This whole race, they end up spinning each other out. They put them to the back. They drove back to the front. <laughs> Die. Oh, it was something else. And Drake still come out on top. Uh, I actually talked to him uh, over there, and he was really cool. And he, uh, young boy, I want to say he's like 17 years old or something like that. Um, good driver, though. Real good driver. And he brought it home there in the Allison Legacy Series. Uh, after that was the 602 Modifieds, and that was another as they like to call it, a barn burner. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, that was a good race. Um, cars front to back, front to back. There was some blocking going on. There was some spinning people out going on. There was, <laughs> and I mean, it was just hard nose racing, good hard nose racing over there. Um, there was a girl in there, her name, Amber Lynn, in the number 27 car. She was fast. Huh. Fast, fast, fast. And then all of a sudden, about five laps ago, I think it was, something broken rear end because I heard it coming down the back stretch and all of a sudden just revved up really high. And I saw him over there working on the rear end of the car, yeah. looking at it. And I don't know if she broke an axle or broke the rear end, just something broken rear end. But anyway, uh, Junior Snow in a number 51 ended up winning that one. Uh, real good race. Um, and then come the, uh, what was after that? I think it was the it was super trucks after that there was 13 of them in there uh real another another awesome awesome race the 07 of clint king ended up winning that one but i'm gonna tell you what 
there was some <laughs> there was some uh, beating and banging in this one. <laughs> uh, Cody Kelly, who has been really really good over there in the number five truck, he got took out going down straight away. I mean, in the front, put him in the front wall. He right reared him, and it was ugly. Tore that truck up bad. So, it, it <laughs> there were some paybacks in these races. I mean, but it was good racing. Um, then, after the trucks were out there, it was time for the 75-lap late model stock race. And, man, let me tell you. Whew. That was uh, there was some rooting and gouging, and they put on a good race. There were seventeen of them in that class, and that doesn't sound like a whole lot of cars, people. But I'm gonna tell you what, at Florence Motor Speedway, that's a full track. Oh yeah, for sure. That is uh, but they were running off the top. I mean, dude, I'm gonna tell you what, they come off turn two, it looked like they'd hit the cushion off the top, and just shoot off two. Really? You wanted to be on the outside for the starts. Which is there? very unusual. Yeah, I mean, it made for some awesome racing, though. They were racing side-by-side side for multiple laps. Um, Ryan Glinski ended up winning this race. But let me tell you what happened. <laughs> that doesn't just say what happened here. Next to last restart, I think it was, uh, Ryan Glinski started on the top. Led this, I think he led about the whole race, for the most part, anyway. He started on the outside. Well, he got a little too happy, and he jumped said cushion that wasn't really there. <laughs> and for y'all that don't know, Florence Motor Speedway does not have a backstretch wall. It only has from exit of turn four to entrance of turn one. That is the only wall that's there other than inside it, but no outside. Well, he come off two, and he slid off track, but he never let out the gas. <laughs> All of a sudden, he is sideways, comes back across the track in front of the whole field, collects, uh, I cannot remember who he collected in it. Regardless of who it was, he hit him. And when he did, it turned him nose first off the track out of turn three. It straightened him up. It straightened the 28 of Ryan Glinski up. But he had it completely sideways through three and four. Looked like he was on the dirt track. They threw a caution, and because he didn't necessarily cause the caution, because he never officially spun out, he was still the leader. Jesus, <laughs> Woo, he got lucky there, boy. I'm telling you, I don't know how ten cars didn't hit him. Uh. He, they all split him, and he come. And like I said, just caught one car and spun him off the track, and but he ended up getting a push back on the track and kept on going too. Oh, it was something else. It was crazy, but uh, he ended up winning. Oh, Matt Cox finished second there in the uh, in the uh, Chad McCombie Motorsports number fifty one there. Um, then was a tour race there, the Carolina Pro Late Model Tour, and Truck Series driver Gus Dean brought home to win in the Carolina Pro Late Model Tour. Caution-free race. They run 100 laps, caution-free. Wow. Yeah. That's that's uh, not normal at, <laughs> at Florence. Sarah Cornette-Ching was in it also, our past ARCA driver. Um, 
she ended up sixth. Uh, let's see. Try to see if there's anybody, any other notable names in there. Um, yeah, that was a that was a good race. Um, real clean race, like I said, caution free, but they were nose to tail the whole time. That's a good series. I like that series. I like them cars, old straight rail cars that yeah. are running. Um, all right, then the last race of the night, <laughs> I was helping our buddy Shay Lane out, and uh. I went up and spotted for him on the stand. Because normally I can just stand on top of the trailer and spot at Florence. Nah, they had such big haulers in there. Yeah, you ain't. No, no, no. I had to go to the spotter stand this time. So uh, me and Landon went up to the spotter stand. I had I had Landon holding the race monitor up for me so I could so I could uh, see see how our times were looking compared to other people's. That actually worked pretty good. I felt, I felt like a NASCAR spotter up there with all my, my, all my stuffs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, it's good stuff. But uh, Averett Lucas took home the win, and I'm going to tell you what, he's got a fast car. As always. As always. But, man, that car is fast. Uh, Bobby Tomlinson, the third, was second. Brian Owens, third. And our boy Shaylane brought it home in fourth out of, I want to say there were, there, yeah, 18 of them in that class. So, uh, and, and that was also a caution free race. And I, I give it to her, to Shay. He was running. He he got caught up a little bit trying to pass for uh fourth. And they got away from him in front of him a little bit. But by the end of the race, Brian Owens was a car length in front of him. That was it. And I, I really think he could have got third had there been a caution. So, but it was a good clean race. So, can't ask for much more than that. Yeah, I say it was good yeah. clean. There. It was not caution-free. Let me take that back. The first lap of the race, very first lap, Shea was on bottom, started fifth. Uh, Corey Weatherford was outside of him. And I'm just assuming nobody told him that Shea was below him. Because where I was standing on the spotter stand, I actually had to look kind of around the corner of the... uh, the uh the box the the main tower there yeah so when they went in turn one they were side by side and that's what I saw and it ain't, this ain't but a split second that I couldn't see them I mean all of a sudden next thing I see is a ninety six of Corey Weatherford is across Shay's nose sideways <laughs> uh oh <laughs> well Shay never let out the gas though he said I wasn't slowing down because they might have made me go to the back <laughs> so Shay just hit the gas and. Come back out of it, still where he was. They uh, spun around, but and they threw the caution out, so they had a complete restart, and uh, and then went caution free. So it wasn't technically caution free, but as far as laps counted, it was caution free. Yeah. So, uh, but apparently uh, they did not tell him Shea was below him because he just kept on coming to the bottom, and he was about it was about a half car. He was about a half car. He was up to his door almost. I mean, it wasn't like he was just inside of him. Jesus. No, it was way up there. So uh, it was an awesome race out at Florence Motor Speedway. Our friends over there, Savannah and Steve, and they do an awesome job. They've done an awesome job. Man, I'm I'm, I'm looking at everything. They've already remodeled there. They got up a new scoring tower. I mean, uh, not tower, but a scoreboard. Put up a new one. Um did all kind of work on the. They're uh, doing work on tower the, on the tower up there. Um, they tore down part of it and 
putting part of it back up. Man, it, this place looks night and day different from from what it did, and, and they're doing it right. I mean, they're they're doing what they can when they can, and right. and it just is making a huge difference out there. It looks great, and uh, I appreciate Savannah, especially over there. She has helped us out a ton, so we like to try to return the favor a little bit and talk about what they got going on over there. So I think it was an awesome deal having the prelude to. Darlington there. Um they had uh actually Danielle Lockamy um okay, cool. driving the uh, pace car, the Darlington pace car. <laughs> they brought it over from Darlington and drove it at uh at Florence there. Sweet. So that was cool. Um it but but it's just a good deal, good race. I was hoping old Josh Berry might have showed up over there to race the late model stocks afterwards. Yeah, I was kinda hoping he would. I was too. But uh but no, it was it was good. There was man the stands was packed, packed out over there. And I'm so glad we got a, a track literally five minutes from us here. That this putting money back back into the sport, not just money, but just time and effort right. giving people a awesome place to go race. Um awesome place to watch a race. So it's it's really really cool, really cool what's going on over there. Something else that was really cool over there too. I walk in, I, I go to walk in, and you know now, uh, um, Florence Motor Speedway is a NASCAR home track, right? Um, well, on the big old banner for Florence Motor Speedway, guess who's a sponsor over there? Can you guess? SRI. SRI Performance. How about it? Who would have thunk it? <laughs> I would have thunk it because uh, they are sponsors everywhere because they are all in racing. They are all about racing all the time. It's uh that's another company that we that that just like them, you know, the five hundred dollar redraw awards that they did at Bristol. They give back to the sport so much. Yeah, for sure. Greg Fernelli and the whole crew up there just they it, Hey, you, you know, you see the hot SRI hauler that they're selling parts out of at a NASCAR races. Oh, yeah. But they're, I'm not saying he ain't making some money. I mean, because apparently he is. That's how you make it in business. But they give back to the sport. Yeah, <clears throat> for sure. They're everywhere, though. I don't understand it. I don't get it. How are they everywhere? Every race I go to, there's an SRI trailer there. I don't know how. I love it. Love it. It's awesome. Gives us people to hang out with and go talk to. There wasn't an SRI trailer at Florence Motor Speedway, but you get some SRI parts if you need them. I'm sure of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Make a call over to the, to the cup track. Yeah. Tell them to meet you outside. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, guys, yep, SRI, as always, got everything you need for your race car. Um, even not even for your race car only. There's some stuff for your street cars there. I know, especially this time of year when the weather starts getting really nice, it's time to get outside and wash your car. They got all the Lucas Slick Mist products, everything like that. Not just Lucas. They got every other brand. They got so much stuff, car detailing kits that they have in stock. Go check them out on SRIPerformance.com and... At checkout, make sure you use promo code CBONE10. That's C is in? Chicken. B-O-N-E-1-0. 
get 10% off there at checkout. Also, same deal with uh, stock car, steel, and aluminum, guys. Seen some of them cars getting beat up. Uh, there was a couple at, uh, at uh, Florence Motor Speedway the other night. I know they're going to need some doors and some some quarters and stuff like that. So they might, they might have to be uh, calling over there and doing some patchwork. Yeah. <laughs> Both show. It happens. They're going to be some trucks. They got to go buy some more body parts. Good Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Darlington, there, there's probably a lot of them that's going to be uh, hollering at them for uh, not only that, but uh, SRI supplies. That is all your fasteners and all those needs. They probably even got toilet paper because a couple of them trucks guys is going to need some toilet they, paper. They needed some when they went down in turn one. They was calling for the brown pants, I promise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh yep, go check them out, guys. They got they got everything you need for your racing needs because they are your one stop shop for all things racing. Know who else people need to call on over there? Just like look what was over there. There were six oh two modifieds. Show was. You know who has some of the best six oh two engines around? Mr. Earl Ramey. Earl Ramey with Earl Ramey Racing Engines. You guys go check him out. Not only does he have some of the best engines, period, doesn't matter what kind of engine you need, uh, anything from, from from any type of race car, up to airplanes, if you want it. He, he knows what he's doing on them. <laughs> it's crazy. Hey, it is. Um, But I don't think you can put airplane on there. But you can get all your cars on this chassis dyno. <laughs> I'd like to see you put the airplane on. <laughs> I would too. I'd love that. Uh guys, when you get your motor work done, talk to Earl. Get you scheduled up for some time to get on his chassis dyno. Like we say every week. You can get all your bugs worked out, not just motor wise, because uh when you get a motor from Earl, you don't have to worry about bugs and it. But you got a bunch of other parts behind it that rob you of horsepower and you can figure out what is taking horsepower away and fix it before you get to the track. So Call Earl Ramey up there at Earl Ramey Racing Engines and uh, get some time on the chassis dyno. Get you a new motor. Whatever you need. Go Call get Earl. it. Go or get just it. just go hang out. Just go hang out with him. He's got the good stories to tell. A lot of good stories. <laughs> cool dude, for sure. <laughs> oh, show. Yeah, you'll learn a lot. So yeah, go definitely check him out. <clears throat> you will not be disappointed by any means, so go get you some stuff. Load up. Full show. Yep, yep, yep. Well, Sunday was Mother's Day, so I know it's a little late, but happy Mother's Day to all you mothers out there. I guess we should have started this show. We should have started saying happy Mother's Day. Our bad. Better late than never. 1-800-I-BAD. If you you need an apology from us, just be sure to call (laughs) 1-800-I-BAD. Uh, that's funny, but yeah, uh, <clears throat> Mother's Day was good. We uh, we uh, were able to uh, to grill out some leg quarters, barbecuing, you know, barbecuing. <laughs> so uh, did did that and 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 watched the uh, the uh, Martin Truex four hundred. Yes, and uh, <laughs> pretty much it. wasn't a whole lot going on that race. You know, from what I saw, the last thirty laps was the most exciting thing. Yeah, when Larson was trying to catch Larson him. tried his hardest, but I swear every time he got to him, he just couldn't. You can't pass. Clean air. You you can't get up behind somebody. All of a sudden, you can't just start it. pushing the nose, and you lose. You got to wait on tires cool down before you can make another run. 
Yep. And just hope that they slip up when you get to them. Yep. And Martin never slipped up. No, he was on his game for sure. And I, I don't even know. He, I think he led 250 laps or more. I don't even know. It was a bunch of them. I don't know. It was a lot. Um, somebody in this race, he did. I think he did lead a few laps there. But um, I'm normally not a fan. I, I will. I will admit it. I'm normally not a fan. Um, but I had to pull for Denny Hamlin a little bit this this week. Yeah, man. Awesome paint scheme on the car. I. The only thing I wish. The only thing I wish was that they would have put it on Kyle Busch's car instead of Denny Hamlin's. Yeah. Simply because. The 18. The number would have matched. <laughs> I know. I agree. I M&M, M&Ms won't give it up. They won't. They won't. They just, they cannot, they're stubborn. They won't allow nothing else on the car, but whatever. Yeah. But yeah, that would have been perfect. They could have switched numbers for a race. It wouldn't hurt nothing. Oh, I see. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it was cool. It was cool in all the, all the races to see all the throwbacks. It was really neat. I always like this time of year. It's always normally in September, Labor Day, yeah. but. Um, but it's cool to have all three series here for the throwback. Finally. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So uh glad glad to see that. Um, but but yeah, the throwbacks were, were really cool, but I love seeing slick stuff on there. I know my daddy's looking down and loving that for sure. Uh worked on that car a lot. Oh, um, yeah. you know, was part of that whole deal. So that was really cool. But um it was neat seeing uh Chuck and, and Benji and, and, and all of them up there uh, hanging out and with the uh doing a little interview deal up there at Joe Gibbs racing and uh and I don't know man, it just it, it brings back memories a lot. You see all, all these old old paint schemes, but especially somebody you hits home like that, like Slee's is really cool. Yeah. I was really glad that uh everybody stepped up around here. I know we shared it wasn't just because of us, but I know a lot of you guys that listen to the show and uh follow us on social media, y'all really helped out in the voting process on that. Um, so we really appreciate got you guys voting for that paint scheme, um, because there were some other options there. That was one of four options and, yep. and, and I guess just being in the area, it was that there wasn't nobody else going to win. No, nah, they didn't stand a chance. <laughs> no, <laughs> they didn't stand a chance. That was really cool for sure. But, uh, and, and I really felt like that, that paint scheme had a chance to go to beat your lane. Cause it Denny's, did for a while. Denny's very good here at Darlington. Um, so, uh, yeah, I thought, which really, the, the Gibbs cars were ridiculous. They're good. always good here. Yeah. Um, Kyle Busch typically is about the worst of the bunch at Darlington. Yeah. But he didn't run bad either. He's third, I think. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, like we said uh, earlier, Larson... Um, he had a good car. I think he had the better car at the end. Uh, he just couldn't do anything once he got to him at all. But all in all, um, finally, out of the three races this weekend, I think the best car, the overall best car won the race. Um, Martin was dominant. Uh, but it it's, it's again, I think it's the that's what I'm fixing to say. And, Is it, was it the best car? I don't know. That's what bothers I mean, me about it. He led the whole race pretty much, so that's why I take it. But it's all in restarts. It's all in getting out front, clean air. So I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. I know I saw Larson make up um, like six tenths of a second in like two laps. Yeah, and then couldn't pass him. And then got to him and couldn't do nothing and dropped back to a three quarter of a second. I don't know. I don't really know. 
That's um, why I, I almost just think anymore, especially a track like that. Just give me a good short run car. We may have a long run, but as long as I'm out front, it don't matter. It don't matter. I don't know. Yeah. Yes. Again, we 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 keep saying it. I'm we're a broken record. We apologize. But beating that dead horse over and over. Maybe next year it'll be different. I hope it, I hope year. it's not like the i racing car. You can't pass. Well, you can pass with it. You can definitely pass with it because if it's like the i racing car, as soon as somebody gets behind you, they're probably spinning out. Or real <laughs> that's close what I'm to saying. it. This is that's like horrible. It it, it drives great. Drives wonderful until somebody's anywhere close to you. It drives like a, like a Indy car. It's like it's. I, I, I'm gonna say, uh, uh, IMSA or something like that. It's got well, five speed transmission. And yeah, I was like, paddle shift. Me and David both, we got up there and was like, man, this thing needs some more gear in it. <laughs> At Darlington, this you dag them red line and like, coming out of two. Coming out of two, I can't go no faster. Oh, it's got a five gears. My bad, I didn't know. <laughs> I, I, didn't ever, know. I ain't never had a hit fifth. <laughs> I ain't like, but still, even in fifth gear at Darlington, thing was turning like ninety eight hundred RPM, but thing and running only like hundred and seventy mile an hour top speed. It sounded like it's about to blow up. Uh yeah, it's a whole lot slower. Whole lot slower. And and, and yes, this is just eye racing, so who knows that's gonna be anywhere close to real. We hadn't seen yet. We don't know. But anyway. I wouldn't mind a slower car if it's slower with a whole lot less downforce. I wouldn't hurt yeah. my feelings. Which I mean, and, and even they they ran the low downforce seven fifty package Sunday, and I think the drivers liked it. Um, you can see. I mean, it was slipping and sliding a little bit there, but it's still so much it, downforce on the nose. You can't do anything when you're behind somebody. Well, yeah, but I think it's just it's just it's just a car on top of the track. Unfortunately, Darlington is well, is old, so it. It's abrasive, so abrasive tracks. I I agree, and Darlington has always been like that to an extent, but I still look back at two races come to mind. When you had um, Jeff Gordon and Jeff Burton racing for the win there when, who was it? It was Jeff Gordon going for the million Yeah, that time and ended up doing it. They fought and went back and forth for the last, what, 20 laps mm-hmm. of that race. So that was, and then you had Kurt, Kurt Busch and, and um, Ricky, Craven. Ricky Craven racing and doing the same thing. And I, again, beating this dead horse, I understand it on this super speedways why they need the car sealed off to the ground, blah, 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 so don't flip and fly and cut back flips and do it, whatever. But are we really going that fast on at Darlington to need it sealed off to the ground and worry about that much downforce on it? I don't know, Bo. It's, it's just so different now that, you know, I don't really know. I don't know what all they can change and make it different and make it better, but... um. Get them off the ground. Get air under them. Well, I agree, but that's <laughs> never going to happen at this point. Um, I don't know. I just hope this new this new weird car is going to work. Um, 
one plus is they can take the same car and go run to twenty four hours of Daytona. That's cool. They could. <laughs> they really could. No, I don't. I don't know. The it's only just, plus I found is it sounds really good. It does sound pretty cool. It's got true t- dual exhaust now. Exhaust coming out both sides of the car. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty neat. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. See what happens. I ain't gonna knock it till we try it, or you know, see it, whatever. But something. I hope it does make for better racing. I know that because ain't nothing, you know, it's not nothing exciting knowing I can walk up there like we did sitting there cooking and 20 laps to go. I see Larson make up over half a second, two laps and then see him drop back to three quarter of a second and know that, okay, well race is done. Unless there's a caution, right? There's, there's no chance. Yep. And that's that's just not exciting. And then he drive back to his bumper again. Yeah, he did it like three or four times. And couldn't do anything. And just can't do nothing with it. So that's not exciting. You 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 there's not gonna be any challenges at any point. The most um, exciting part in that race was when um Larson cut between I know it was Newman and somebody else. Yeah, made it three wide. Made it three wide going through the two. corner and one and two. And yeah. made it work. I mean, that was Probably. the most exciting part of the whole race. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, hats off to everybody that uh that uh won this weekend at Darlington and um and at Florence there. Pretty cool for sure. Uh racing here at, at the house pretty much. Two cool things that happened at Darlington this weekend though. First one uh, I'm gonna say it's probably the bigger one, but the first one is Darlington announced I think it was actually before it was for the cup race. Um it will be a hundred percent capacity. Come Labor Day race. Yes, sir. Labor Day weekend. That's for all the series there. Yep. Um, so that is awesome. Second cool thing that happened, uh, it was minimal, but they said if you were um had your vaccination card, which is, you know, whatever, it's up for debate on that. But they were allowing some sponsors and uh team guests back in the pits. Right. On I guess it was just on Sunday because it didn't look like a lot of people was in there. On, no, there was not nobody in there. On Friday or Saturday. Right. It's going to slowly open back up. Um, I, th- I think you're going to have to have your vaccination card to be able to get a hot pass in the future. Yeah. But it's going to open back up um, sooner rather than later for sure. But, you know, everything around here is starting to do it. Well, they know they got to at least get sponsors down there because if not, these sponsors ain't going no, they're not. <laughs> that's like that's literally. I mean, I hate to say it, but that's literally their only benefit anymore is get to go hang out with the teams. Yeah, at races. Pretty much it. So, <laughs> yeah. we'll see. Anyway, it was cool for sure. Um, glad we got two races again. Yes. Glad trucks are back. Yes. Um, and we'll see what happens next year with a new car at Arlington. I'm looking forward to it. Faux show, faux show. Well, we said we weren't going to talk long tonight, but... um, Something happened. I guess there was a lot of racing we, it, it happened this weekend. It ended up being, yeah. Oh, well, guys. Well, as always, we want to thank SRI Performance, Stock Car, Steel and Aluminum, Draco Springs, uh, RK Motorsports Consulting, our buddy Randy Keen up there at SRI, uh, Earl Ramey Racing Engines, um, Ford Bite, apparel little update on coal train there they was back down there in tulsa this week weekend i think they had like a three nights of racing i want to say it was all on flow racing i got to watch a little bit of it man he come up and run pretty good there was out of like 40 cars 
first night, I think he finished uh, third. Oh. Yeah, running good. Sweet. Running good. Um, It was like you, it, it's kind of set up, kind of like Tulsa shootout. It, you ran a couple nights, and if you, you're pointed enough, then you were locked in the big show on Saturday night. Well, he ended up locking himself into the big show off points because the first night, I think he ran third. Second night, I think he ran sixth or something like that. Sweet. And uh, I, this is out of 40 cars, so. And uh, ended up, I think, finishing. I can't remember. I had to look at it. I'm sorry. Um, but it, he, he had awesome finishes all weekend, though, regardless. Um, so hats off to the four bike crew, Team Vandy, Cole Train out there making it happen, making it work. So uh, it's pretty cool. So, but anyway, guys, getting summertime, getting warm outside, go, uh, Check out forwardbikeapparel.co to uh, get your summer apparel, I guess you say. Some girls, go get your tank tops. Yeah. <laughs> go get them. So I'm like, yeah. <laughs> uh, also, drivers, uh, I, I'll tell you what I got. Pretty cool. Um, they got helmet visor strips. Those always look cool on helmets, regardless of what helmet. Oh, yeah, it always does. Sure. And... What better way to have a cool one other than one that says four bite on I got mine. Yes, sir. I got mine's. Um, y'all go check it out. They got a bunch of cool stuff, cool summer stuff coming out, as always. So y'all go check out four bite. Uh checkered the race hub. Um, appreciate them all racing all the time on new social media. It's not even is it new still? I don't really think it's new. New we're not new. We're not. We're not new. I don't think we're new. I think we're probably still one of the newest racing podcasts. I think we're old timers now. Other than speaking of new, our buddies, our buddies, Tyler Logard and Kel Mabin. If y'all haven't heard yet, we shared it on our social media stuff. The Blood Eagle Racing Podcast. Y'all go check them out. Tyler and uh, Kale, which is really funny because they, they talk about it on their first show. Y'all have to go listen to it. Um, how they actually have not met in person yet, but they do a podcast together. <laughs> hey, that's cool. Man. It, it is pretty cool. But Tyler runs a... Uh, Tyler. They, they've both been on our show before. Uh, y'all have heard them on here. Uh, Tyler runs a SCDRA car up there in Pennsylvania. Kale runs a... Legend car, dirt legend car in Ohio for the most part. Some down in Kentucky also. So uh, you get their perspectives on their races every week and uh, see what else they got going on in the world of dirt short tracks up their area and all the other cool stuff that goes on up there. So y'all check out the Blood Eagle Racing Podcast. Y'all like it. Two good guys. Faux show. Faux show. Faux show. Yeah, we appreciate them too. And uh we uh we're glad to get on there on the tail end of it one day. We might have to get on there and see if we can get black flag to the back of it or something on there. <laughs> 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 Bring yeah, it up the tail of the of the features, I guess. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, it'd be fun. Oh, uh, be real fun. Also, uh I want to thank R Mac Solutions. All you guys in the fab industry, in this uh, stock car industry, you always need 
need need stuff for your fab machinery. So y'all go check uh check Armac Solutions out. Yeah, definitely check them out, man. They well, you want like you said, you got to repair your stuff, you got to buy new stuff, you want to. It don't matter. Give them a call. They can do anything for sheet metal work, uh, welders, plasma cutters, you name it. They can get it. Just give them a call. Check them out. New or used or service your existing machinery. Or or, or from the words of Danny Lockamy, newsed. Newsed. Or from the words of Sterling, it's dramatically great. That's an awesome <laughs> word. I ain't gonna lie. I didn't wrote it down. I'm... <laughs> That is How do you spell it? <laughs> I ain't figured that out yet. I got a couple different ways here, but dramatically, that's an awesome word. I'm going to use it for both show. Don't be stealing my word, people. They will. Well, that's what you want to happen because you want it to become part of it. Well, you got to put it, instead of a TM behind it, you got to put an SH. <laughs> SH. <laughs> it's Sterling Hewitton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not that I make up words or anything at all. But you know. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we appreciate y'all hanging out with us again this week. And uh, I reckon we will be back same time, same place next week. And uh, we'll be checking y'all out then. Later. Later.